0: ACT V OF CUPID'S Whirligig, BY EDWARD SHARPHAM This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. ACTUS QUINTI scena PRIMA Enter Knight and slack.
1: Why did you not perceive it? not
2: i protest
1: oh monstrous why did she not say herself she knew he had the better weapon for which cause she stood against him meaning bawdry, flat baudry and yet you could not perceive it now by this light had you slept but one foot lighter ye had taken them in the very fact but you go dreaming hanging down your head that tis no marvel your wife makes you a cuckold, for the husband being the wife's head, why, when the head goes down thus, the heels must needs mount up. I'll never
2: more hear of reconcilement, but be divorced immediately.
1: Straight put her away. Why, you may have wives enough. Oh, wives too much. There's your wife's kinswoman, Mistress Peg. She is fair modest honest chaste wise sober rich virtuous discreet and honourable
2: and would he be acquainted with me sayest who the man thou speakest of why i speak of none i talk of a woman and to have all these good conditions ay why not dost know her ay hark then rent a chamber hang out her picture take twelve pence apiece at the least for enough will come i know to see that which none else can show slight i think the
1: man be mad but will ye not have her sir
2: yes if thou tell true who would not have her but first make winged speed to purchase my divorce hold here's money Make haste, use no delay, for all men must for
1: expedition pay. I go, and you shall be divorced, or
0: else my brain shall sweat. For what your folly loseth, my wit shall get. Exit Slack at one door, and enter Wages at the other.
2: O Wages, I'll tell thee news. I have sent for a divorce, and what wilt thou say when I am married to a new wife? then sir will i say as the proverb says marriage
3: and hanging comes by destiny but if ye be divorced and will follow my counsel you shall hang yourself rather than marry
2: again no wages i do not hold that so good for sure marriage is better than hanging in some true in
3: some respect and that only because you have a longer time of repentance "'But, I pray, sir, is't a Christian that you mean to
2: marry?' "'A Christian? I, why, dost think I would marry a Jew?' "'I do not like that so well, sir, because it
3: is the fashion amongst them "'to send capons to their godfathers for New Year's gifts. "'And, upon my life, sir, she'll one time or other clap you up in a basket "'and send you away for good hand-sell.'
2: but i pray sir who is it peg is she not a fine gentlewoman beyond praise hath she not a piercing eye and twere a ferret a delicate nose and it were a mulberry teeth like two rows of orient pearl but the string is broken
3: and many of them are fallen out hands as white as
2: pelop's shoulder ay and as thick too wages sir go to her and measure by thy protestations the depth of my affections tell her what i will be to her not what i have been to others if she allege to thee her cousin's presupposed wrongs tell her i well could have been hoodwinked to her cousin's faults So I had never seen her face. But what shall I tell her if she say you are gelded? Ay, there's it indeed. There's no excuse for that. Yet thou mayst tell her I did it only to preserve my voice. Deliver this jewel to her hand, and with it even my heart's affection. I will, sir.
3: And if the wenches close my projects, carry spite
2: of mischance you shall your own wife marry exit wages now must i be frolic learn to speak well and woo with a good garb and now i think aunt i have a pretty conceit of mine own i will tell her that the wooing of a young wench is the felling of a tree and the getting of her friend's good will like the lopping of the tree therefore first it behooves me to hew down the tree and then i'll climb with ease but if at first to fell it i be not able to assay to climb it shall be in vain welcome hast thou brought the divorce enter slack tis here sir come then let's in it joys me much that thou so soon hast sped for hours seem
0: years till it be published Exient Omnes. Enter Lady, Nan, and Peg.
4: But tell me, good madam, why are you so melancholy? To think upon the saucy importunity of my servant Slack, He is like a badge on a coat. He is never off off my sleeve, and yet I shun him like the pest. And he follows you like infection. Nay, I would ye did so by me
5: for i protest i love him beyond my thoughts i call it nothing like his company and yet he hates me loathes my sight but then comes the welshman your love and he hangs on my lips like a padlock on a pedlar's budget
6: and hates me as much for if i come but near him he swears
4: i am like a kibe, always at his heels come madam do not grieve at that which grief can no way mend i would not if I could mend that which doth cause my grief.
0: Enter wages. News! News! What news? You are divorced.
4: Why? Divorced? Why? (gasps) Speak.
3: Nay, I cannot speak the cause, madam, but, questionless, tis true. And, Mistress Peg, my master now makes love to you.
5: To me? To thee, aye, to thee. Go thy ways, thou shalt be a lady. I ever thought thou wouldst come to some promotion, as the boy did that, had a bag and a staff, and begged for himself. But how dost thou know he is in love with her? Know it? Why,
3: I have seen him stand an hour together behind an oaken tree, calling it Sweet Mistress, Kind Peg, and making speeches to it.
5: As how? As how? Prithee, how? Stand
3: you for the tree, and I'll speak for my master.
5: I will, and that most stiffly, in faith.
3: Then thus he begins.
5: Dear Mistress
3: Peg, I must confess.
5: Nay, then he's a dead man already. Why? Why? Confess and be hanged ever.
3: Oh, oh, but I mean he doth confess she's fair.
5: That's all one. He's but one man, and one witness can ever prove her fair. But prithee, on with thy speech.
3: Why then, this fair mistress I must confess.
5: But he will not confess before witness, will he?
3: Push. Did not I tell you he would speak to an oak?
5: Nay, then that will be a strong proof indeed.
3: Proof? Nay, if that be not proof, how say by this token?
5: I marry, sir would we had more such tokens of his love
3: this mistress he hath sent to you
5: look you madam your husband now makes love to me sir how pert thou art why
4: look women your lover's mad woos me and to me sent this ring and my man the man you so esteem spite of refusal left with me this chain this chain Forever may
5: he linked be to woe that hates my love and woes another so. Well, let's in
3: and be but patient all a while, for if the worst do fall that ever did fall, a plots in chase that shall outstrip
0: them all. Exeunt omnes. Enter knight and Cupid before him. Now, if she should refuse my
2: jewel and contemn my love or contemn my love and take my jewel what a fool was i to send her a token till i had some token of her affection as if women might be wooed with gifts for when we give them those things which most we love they do esteem we love them better than those things we give when they poor fools do but deceive themselves for we do give as merchants venter for a treble again we send them tokens only to get them and their portions but there comes my persecutor enter lady why dost thou haunt me like a ghost thou female sinner thou hast not holy church in thy power with all his commandments to keep me from thy unhallowed presence how durst thou break the edict pronounced by the mouth of holy men? art thou not divorced is not our separation blown into the people's ears even by jehovah's chosen trumpeter first thou didst break thy vow to me and madest of every priapus a trumpet on which thou blowedst thine own infamy therefore avoid thou leavened lump of sinfulness
4: avoid O my still beloved husband like filth or dirt do not flee me like a serpent which comes to sting thy bosom i come to kiss thee sweet let not suspect divorce me from thy presence though from thy bed for if you will trust this masked face i know no fountain purer than my love would show
2: i fly and hate thee like a serpent's hissing which comes to sting me with pretence of kissing
0: EXIT NIGHT
4: O fainty tears and feeble hands, For ever may you close, And never part till sharpest grief Hath cut the heartstrings of my life, Or else let this same brain of mine Dissolve to tears, And drop itself even drop by drop, Until it makes a sea of woes, That therein I may drown my wretched life.
0: Enter Slack
1: Alas, poor lady, i pity your calamity and grieve to see you bruised by my master's injury which makes your eyes like sponges drop these brinish tears and spoils a face such as was never better one framed by the skilful hand of nature
4: avoid thou slave how durst thou woo me i am like a star to thee my orbs above thee
1: Oh then my love is the most clear and brightest star look not with a malevolent aspect upon me but let your eyes bright raise up my life and so extol my thoughts into a heaven of joy
4: perish may thyself and love together heavens grant again i never may hear of either
0: exit lady what shall i do enter nan
5: respect her most that most of all loves you. Oh, do not turn away those eyes whose radiant beams first nursed my flame.
1: Avoid, thou unresistible torturer, more fretting to my thoughts than cankers are to metals. How often have I told thee of my hatred? For of this be thou sure and still remembered: deep hate, like love, can hardly be dissembled. Exit Slack.
5: Ay. I- Dost thou hate me then? O oh, brightest Venus, now will never make thy blind son see, and wound his heart, whose hate hath wounded me.
0: Enter Newcomb.
7: Oh, here she is. Pray God my band sit well. Fair lady, may I presume, with the bee to suck honey from thy lips? For I dreamed the last night.
5: nay, I thought he would brew me dreaming like a Welshman.
7: That I was transfigured metamorphosed or transformed into a flea in thy bed
5: but did i not kill ye then
7: methought you did but first i dreamt i stung you
5: yet again dreaming i'll talk no more but be gone for fair i wake him
0: exit Nan.
7: and then methought as i was skipping from your knee unto your thigh and so forth you told a gentleman of it a friend of yours who most courtly and softly putting in his hand to catch me s'precious she's gone sure tis the acuteness of my ingenuity which makes my jests so stinging as she cannot endure them i must needs eat some of your new court water grew to qualify my invention
0: enter peg
6: thou needst not love speak what thou wilt if gently thou do speak, Thy words to me are much more musical Than is a siren's voice. Orpheus himself could never strain His high stretched strings to such melodious sounds As when thy voice doth pierce the
7: ear. "'Tis but for my wit she loves me. I sent her tricks already. For courtiers must as well thriving be, Have noses to smell out as eyes to see.
0: Exit Newcomb
6: despised and left alone filled brimful of grief and no way to unload me of my cares but through these running eyes in streams of tears
2: enter night whose tears like to a clear yet poisoned source have with their vapours through these eyes the windows to my heart infected all my thoughts thy eyes do shoot forth glances like to stars though seated in a moist and rainy sky the which hath wounded even my heart and i must die lest achilles launce like healed by your eye
6: i pray you seek somewhere else if you be ill for i in surgery have little skill
2: exit peg i'll follow my suit not ceasing till the most of trial for he's a fool in love that takes denial
0: exit knight
8: here hath been a maze around a whirling in love how like the spokes of a lady's coach-wheels they run one after another and as of them you see neither so none of these can overtake either for though you see them thus forsaken they shall be married but mistaken which for performance yet a while i must be labouring to beguile only the men and make them venture to run a circle far from centre of their hopes yet for their good where blinded each like hawk in hood shall marry better than they would
0: exit cupid enter lady and wages nay
3: madam it must needs be so or else the priest will never marry me
4: and so you would have us all be married masked
3: True to which you all may easily persuade your lovers telling them with my marriage will be with much the less suspect affected
4: but say who shall know us when our faces be not seen
3: the better for then you shall appoint each one of them to choose you by their own tokens which you within yourselves shall change mistress peg shall wear mistress nan's ring mistress nan your chain and you mistress peg's jewel but shall
4: they need to come masked too
3: oh ay by any means only for some private reasons unto me in which persuasion if you will practise that you know you will prevail
4: i'll do my best most willingly
3: then come madam let's in i know it will do for this is held a principle in schools love makes not fools wise
0: men but wise men fools excient omnes enter four boys
9: nominatio hic hic hoc a noun is a name of a thing amo amas amavi amare in speech be these eight parts
0: Enter Master Correction and Wages.
10: I promise you, sir, I had dined forth to-day, but that you see the weather is cloudy and the heavens lower on my delights.
3: I pray you, sir, whose son is that bigger boy?
10: It is Master Parmesan's son, the cheesemonger, and next to him is Master Cavita's son, the ferryman. Two very pretty sparks, I'll assure you. Tobias Parmesan, come hither, Tobias. Hold up your head, Tobias, and look, you can see a penny in my brow. So, tis well done. What part of speech is mentula? A noun, adjective. And why a noun, adjective?
9: Because it stands not by himself, but it requires another word to be joined with it.
10: Mark you, sir, I teach both substance and meaning. I do not teach as your common people. D, O, B, A, B, B, bottles. Go sit you down again, Tobias. Timothy, come ye hither. Timothy? Timothy? How construe you this verse, Timothy? I am, I am, Taciturus Sidera Summa Putes.
9: I am, I am, O John John Putes. Do thou put Sidera, Summa, Saira and Summa, Tactorus in tankards.
10: A very forward, child, I promise ye. Go sit you down again. Will you hear them all examined, sir?
3: most willingly good master correction
10: ye shall sir sir i have taken as much pains with them as any poet whatsoever could have done to make them answer upon their cue with good action distinction and deliberation ha 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 how many devils are there
9: number infinite
10: look you sir there are an infinite number of devils what is the devil
9: a wicked spirit
10: what is the nature of that wicked spirit
9: to work mischief
10: on whom doth it work mischief
9: on all mankind
10: when hath he most power to work mischief
9: when man hath taken his liquor
10: with what visitations then deludes he mankind
9: with strange earthquakes
10: what is the man's best comfort
9: to sleep and slumber
10: look ye now sir are they not pretty children very pretty and well taught i'll assure you sir sir i will tell you notwithstanding all these pains i take with them yet how unkindly their parents use me they suffer their younger children to be ray the church porch and no longer since then monday last came the official and there being angry with me about other matters he threw that in my dish as if i could have helped it but i answered him sufficiently for i told him they that did it were but the children and the youth and youth would break out in spite of his nose or the best man's nose in the parish
3: i think ye spend most of your time with your scholars here ye keep little other company
10: yes sometimes sir here was yesterday master Newcombe, the courtier do you not know him sir oh very well sir he is a fine gentleman a good scholar and an excellent naturalist and truly fell into a great disputation peace these boys there and our argument was whether a fool or a wise man made the best lawyer he stood for the wise man and i most scholastically stood for the fool and thus i began my syllogism peace these boys what i bid ye your wise men said i useth few words your fool much babbling your best lawyers use much babbling ergo your fools make the best lawyers and believe me sir twas well proved a flash a flash a foolish school point a foolish school point
3: but could he any way
10: answer this Oh, ay and confuted me too only by reason of a scurvy old proverb which says children and fools do always tell true but your best lawyers do not always tell true ergo your fools make not your best lawyers a most strong and strange argument
3: i pray master correction let me entreat a play-day for your scholars
10: Oh, master wages they do nothing else they do nothing but play nothing but play Nay,
3: good sir, do not deny me, for I have some private business with you of
10: great importance. Nay, then, sir, you shall prevail indeed. You shall. Yet I remember, Dionysus ille tyrannus, Sicilia crudelissimus, crudelissimus Sicilia tyrannus ille Dionysus, says to one of his pupils, Huc ades hic animo, consipe dicaturio. So I say unto you, all my masters, revere majores. Pluck off your hat to your betters, and look ye, give the woman the wall, and so go your ways.
9: Gratias, 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 gratias!
10: Exeunt Omnes Scholars
0: Enter Mistress Correction
11: Morrow, Mistress Correction? Morrow, good wages?
10: Morrow, sweet wife, sweet frisset, sweet nuptial?
11: Oh, master wages! How doth your good master, Sir Timothy Troublesome? what doth he think he is a cuckold still
10: an arrant cuckold wife believe it
11: come come husband you are such another why do you say so
3: because it is true wife sir master correction you are mistaken
10: i think he be no cuckold good master wages talk no more of cuckolds i would they were all in the sea for my part
11: husband can you swim
10: no wife nor i desire not to learn
11: i would have you in any case appoint with my husband that i may come masked
3: peace that plot is already drawn master correction i am sent unto you from my master who commends his love unto you entreating you will give your diligent attendance this evening at the church because himself upon his divorce is privately to be married to a new wife Three other couples he brings with him, they all come masked. Yet I will give you private notice what each one is. Only I must desire you
10: not to fail. Master Wages, your master is the helm by which my labours are governed. And tell him I will steer all the navy of my actions by his directions. And so pray commend me back to him. Well, sir, then, till then, farewell. The like to you, sir. Come, wife i hope that thou shalt thrive for as all your cockatrices maintain surgeons by their issues so doth the priest and midwife agree i set them together they make work for thee
11: and truly husband i'll come to their labours, be it at midnight if they send for me
0: exeunt omnes enter lady nan and peg
4: doth my tyre sit well nan passing well i assure you madam Pre' thee,
5: tell me, too, how am I dressed?
4: Why, thou art very well dressed, too, but
5: bastard admirably. For the thread's sit in thy gown, marry thou wantst a little cramming.
6: And that's a pity, for I can tell you, I am of myself a rare bit.
5: Nay, then, thou art for the serving-men. For your gallants, I can assure you, ride altogether with a snaffle. Come, thou hast such a deal of wit—
4: indeed i had before i spend it amongst such unthankful persons as you are peg but i prithee pin my gown close before for it that i will
6: but why dost thou obscure thy bravery this
5: thy petticoat is a great deal richer than thy gown faith i i wear my clothes as your gallants wear their wits the best side inwards i scorn to show it but for all this idle talk i would we had appointed our marriage to-morrow
4: morning then the people would have stood gazing on us and besides we should have been like thee in dutch subject to every cobbler's interpretation but now being married in the evening presently bedtime follows
5: foe but tis not the fashion hang fashion i love it in nothing but my clothes
4: why thou knowest this not the fashion in all places to lie with one's own husband every night oh, slight i had rather lie with a man and never marry him than marry a man and never lie with him come come i speak my mind freely i am none of these simpering wenches that come at every word and says aye forsooth and no forsooth and blushes at the sight of a child it puts her in mind how twas made and cries foe at a wanton jest in a play and hearkens to a body tale in her ear
6: Aye, 'tis tis but dishonourable to marry thus in hugger-mugger men will say we are with child and are ashamed to shew our faces our
5: faces why our faces i hope do not show us to be with child tis all belly shows that and i hope thou art quick flesh not dead fish Thou wilt not turn up the white of thy belly. Wirt? But prithee tell me, was I not married yesterday? Yesterday? Why dost ask? Because, like a young married woman that's poisoned before she is bored, I begin to long already. For what, I pray thee? Faith, to be abed with my husband! Alas, woman, those that are past childbearing used to long for that too. Nay. But my longing yet, methinks, stretches a great deal longer. For I long to be a widow, that I might have a new husband, yet not for any concupiscent desires that I have in the world.
6: No, I think so too, but only a desire thou hast to try the difference of men, and therefore I think thou wert best next to marry an old man with a white head, because thou mayest sleep quiet and not be troubled
4: a nights. By this light, I had as lief marry a Saint David's leek. No, no, take this of me wherever thou seest the snow lie on the mountains be assured there is no great heat in the valley
5: let me see i would be a a priest's
6: wife i warrant ye because thou wouldst fare costly and live lazily
5: no nan then marry a londoner for then thou shalt live a life and twere a lady wear thy gold necklace and go in thy velvet cap every day
6: True. And then, when thy husband is abroad in traffic for commodities in other countries, why,
5: thou mayest deal at home for ready money. No, not a Londoner, by no means. No? Why? Why, if they have a plague amongst them one week, they all cry out of a dead time, straight. Besides, if they receive but a little loss at sea, they break straight. And where the husband breaks, you know the wife can no longer hold out. She must damn, too, for want of maintenance.' nay then
6: marry a soldier for questionless most of them will use their wives well for they love their punks exceedingly
4: oh but they have a vile fall too for they always beget their children by day and then they be squint-eyed for when the father looks one way and the mother another to see if anybody come the whilst, how can the child look right what sayest thou by a civilian nan oh no by no means for most of their posterity have
5: ill luck. For what their fathers get by bawdy courts, they commonly spend it all again in bawdy houses. No, and ever I marry again, I'll marry an Irish merchant, because they all speak Latin, and indeed are most of them philosophers by fortune. Omnia mea mecum porto, for they carry all their ware in their breech. But come, let us make haste away. I for our lovers do our coming stay.
0: Exient omnes. Enter the old lord and the merchant.
12: You see, master Venter, the
0: greatest comfort that
12: is left me now is only in my neighbour's loves. Where are these knaves there?
0: Enter a serving man.
12: My lord. What? Have they supped within?
0: Not yet, my lord.
12: Why so? Thou art an honest knave. Go see that none want wine. I will, my lord.
0: Exit a serving man.
12: I would not have the worst complain of scarcity or want of anything. For, master Venter, we shall carry nothing with us. For naked we into the world came without that which we now possess and have, and without it we must unto the grave.
0: Enter Sir John Correction.
12: Oh, Sir John, Sir John i thank you for your homily to-day but if you have a fault sir john the which in any of your scholars would deserve a whipping you are come too late ay and to a feast at all well 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 but you shall fare the worse for this sir john
10: i would desire a word in private with your honour with all my heart they whisper
12: they shall be welcome even exceeding welcome and
0: i thank you too exit correction
12: ARK you neighbour sir john tells me that to honour me in this my predecessor's still accustomed feast four new married couples are hither come in a masque newly from the church their feet not yet since their nuptials have kissed their own thresholds
0: enter master correction cupid and the maskers dancing
12: tis sign ye are well beloved my lord i am indeed master venter i am indeed gentlemen and women ye are all welcome even with my heart i with my heart e faith o neighbour venter my son and your daughter now be married what a joyful mask this would have been
0: tis true my
2: lord But they are fled beyond all hope of ever seeing them again.
12: Tis true, tis true, yet, though the fruit gone be, My grief you see, like leaves stick fast upon this tree. But come, neighbor, come, let's sit and look upon this youthful dancing mirth, For youth and mirth have danced themselves out at heels with me nay pray gentlemen unmask that we may know to whom we shall be thankful for this honour
0: the first couple unmask and kneel
12: how now my son my daughter now may my blessing raise thee from the ground
2: and mine make thee both
5: fruitful and a faithful wife
1: why what are you
5: misschook of But such is woman's fantasy, Constant in nothing but unconstancy. For I, that first you most abhorred, Loved you a slave, and hated you a lord.
1: Well, would cock-like by thy bill, Tis my hap, thus fast be catched
7: In a woman's trap? Now, by my conscience, I am deceived.
5: No, not a whit, for I will love you ever.
7: Well, give me your hand, then, since tis my fate, what marriage joins, I'll never separate.
0: Sir Timothy and his wife are unmasked.
2: What now? Remarried?
4: Oh, I repent it not. This match is double made, and twice hath holy hymen's fingers tied the knot.
2: Well, since tis thus, henceforth I'll love thee ever. For case sera, sera, against what plots soever? But who is this, Master Correction? A friend of
10: yours. They unmask. Sprecious, tis my wife. Oh, then,
11: sir, tis a friend of
10: yours. Come ye away, huswife, come ye away from him, come.
11: Faith, sir, no. Why is he not my husband? Did not you yourself marry me to him? But do you hear, you were best be quiet and let me alone. If not, I, faith, I'll tell all.
10: Tell what thou canst. Justice, my lord, justice. I beseech ye for justice.
11: Nay, I beseech your lordship too, though I am but a weak vessel called a woman, and therefore, by reason of my bashfulness, unable, sir, to set forth mine own tale. Yet I doubt not, but I shall find good hearing at your lordship's hand, if ye will but give me leave to open mine own case.
12: Speak. What are your grievances?'
11: may it please your honour in few words my husband hath four wives and then i hope 'tis tis lawful for me
10: to have two husbands
12: how do you answer this sir john
10: and like your honour i think tis lawful for me to have four wives as tis for my parson to have four benefices considering i use them as he doth his benefices for i protest to your honour i ne'er came near none of them
11: will not this do it master wages
10: No, you see, he hath answered it.
11: Nay, then, and it like your lordship, I may be divorced for another thing, but that I am ashamed to speak on it.
2: Nay, you must tell what tis.
11: Truly, I'm half ashamed.
12: Come, come, woman, never be ashamed to tell true.
11: And I may be so bold to tell your honour in private.
12: With all my heart.
11: Truly, and like your honour, he hath not that a man should have.
12: No? Why, what doth he want?
11: Nay, pray your lordship to spare me now. Faith, I am ashamed.
12: Nay, good mistress' correction, I must know what it is.
11: Why then, sir, I must needs tell. Truly, he hath never a beard
12: indeed a man should have a beard well mistress correction your husband must have you back again and thus in friendship ends long jealous strife with all things well save wages wants a wife
0: enter cupid
8: but gentlemen whose judgments sit in strict commission on the wit which from the author's pen did flow he wisheth at all but this to know that if you well do censure him he ready is with brains and pen another time to pleasure you if not he bids you all adieu for well he knows he hath done well and so he boldly dares to tell yet for the children ere i go your censure i would willing know for if you do the action blame they ready are with pardon drawn and each of them here hoping stands that you will sign it with your hands Fini. end of act five
0: end of cupid's whirligig by edward sharpham